This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPL livecast. Rob's travels brought him to Daytona Beach this week. There's no truth to the rumors that Rob was appearing on the latest edition of Bros Gone Wild. Pro tip, if you stay wild you don't have to go wild. Our IP live cast starts now. Thank you, Shannon. That's right. I am no, I'm definitely not on Bros Gone Wild. Not sure if that even exists. But are you wild, like in general? No, pretty, pretty mellow right now. Pretty I chill. I don't, I think there was, I don't know, I don't think it was called Bros Gone Wild, but there was a male version. There was? Gay soft Was it just guys gone wild? I don't know, the, I couldn't tell you. I remember it being in the, uh, the store that I worked in. Like, I think, I don't think it was from the same makers of Girls Gone Wild. It was like a, just a knockoff, like to cash in on the popularity of it. Dan, uh, did you ever see the Brooklyn-centric version called Goyles Gone Wild? No. What would that look like? Fuck. It's just that girl from that Brooklyn Goyles music video. <laughs> oh, no, oh, Rob. Oh, no. Is... I thought Guys Gone just... Wild. It looks like the same logo, hot. too. It does. It's yeah, definitely. Uh, so there's know, no the way Canadian in hell. <laughs> no way in hell this was ever targeted towards. Uh... No, you know what? I bet you that's a, a real porn. That doesn't look like. Like this looks like a real porn. This doesn't look like they found ambient, like just gay guys hanging around and shot them like the way the girls going wild was, right? This come on. Looks like yeah. a porno cover. I mean, so did the girls gone wild ones, sort of. No, I feel like they looked like the the whole appeal of that series was that you're seeing girls in a club or something and they made them just whip their tits out. And this is more like a coordinated pornography. I think it's just photoshopped that way. Like it just, it's 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 really it's just random dudes who took their shirts off, but they just Maybe. crowded them all together on the box cover, so it looks like there was a a police lineup of dudes <laughs> ready to take their nuts out of their pants. I think Some of the guys do look like recognizable uh, gay porn uh, stars. Uh, oh, even still, like I just feel like also they look like models. You know, they don't look like uh, regular yeah. folk. Yeah. Uh, that whole series was such a product of its time. That's I feel sure. the late nineties and it was so huge. It was so huge and like almost celebrated in a weird way. Like it's not like they were getting Academy Awards, but you would see <laughs> what a snub. <laughs> were they AVN eligible? Do we know? No, I'm not Did sure. They count? I don't think, but like, I do remember there were celebrities in on it. Like there was like a Snoop Dogg one. Oh mm-hmm. yes, that's right. And uh, then there were like parties that they would have. Yeah. Martha and Stewart somebody... had one. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel like uh, at one point people were like, "Hey, this is very demeaning to women. Let's stop." Oh, also he got kind of arrested on like revenge porn or. Harassment or something. No, I don't. I think it was that uh, some of the girls were sixteen and younger. I think. And one oh, that's parents, what it was. One of their parents sued, or something. And then I think his whole defense, if I remember correctly, was like, "Hey, I don't know. Who I'm pointing that camera at. What do yeah. you want me to do here? I'm just in the club. Why are they in there? Right? Yeah, blame the. Oh, bouncer. here, here, here's actually here's what it was. In 2003, the U.S. Department of Justice filed a complaint against Girls Gone Wild, alleging that the company failed to notify customers when they purchased subscriptions under a continuity program 
rather than single DVDs. So that was their scam. I was a victim so they of would, that. You call, you call, like they would do these late night infomercials and you think you're buying one DVD, mm-hmm. but they just keep charging you recurringly. And that's how they made their money. And then people would have to call and cancel. And I guess they'd be so embarrassed by seeing Yeah, that it. was, yeah. They wouldn't make such a stink about it. Somewhere in like Teaneck, New Jersey, there's a guy with a whole garage full of girls going. Well, they haven't stopped sending them. They're still sending them every week. It's in 2004. Girls Gone Wild settled for 1.1 million and agreed to disclose all terms and get consent for recurring charges. In 2006, Girl Go- Girls Gone Wild marketer MRA Holdings pleaded guilty to charges for failing to record the ages of subjects in 2002 and 2003. Naughty, naughty. And then. In 2008, a woman filed against Joe Francis, who was the owner, and other defendants claiming that she was filmed without her consent. Uh, But then Francis released footage of her consent. In 2008, a woman claimed she was filmed without consent, and a contractor removed her halter top at a St. Louis bar. The jury found that she consented. On retrial, the jury awarded the woman $5.77 million after the defense failed to show at court. Man. On appeal, the judge upheld the verdict. <laughs> what, they, th- what, were they shooting another porn video? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> in March 2008, four women claimed that they suffered emotional distress by being shown in Girls Gone Wild. Sure. And all female jury declined to award damages to the plaintiffs. Wow. Uh-huh. So this was in 2008, and then it took till 2011 for that to happen. There's the smart the, the... for women who don't support women. Yeah, they went after. They probably went after the, the women like they feel most likely to be judgmental of other women too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this one, no, she's gonna be sympathetic. No, fuck her, get rid of her. Sad. In 2013, uh, they filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. RIP, uh, a girl's gone wild. Wow. And then in shame. 2014, that guy started Lambgoat.com. He's doing <laughs> great now. Same guy? No, Rob? No, no, different guy. No. Hashtag RIP a legend. Do you find do you find like kinship with Joe Francis is like he took the babe of the day to the next level? Like you passed the torch to him. And kinship? He, he fucking it? he hates his guts. Stole <laughs> my fucking idea. <laughs> no, Rob. No. I'm such a dumbass. I had it just in one corner of a screen. I could have had the whole. I could have been the Girls Gone Wild Emperor. I could have been a contender. <laughs> There's still time. Go to the beach with your uh, cell phone today, Rob. See what you can see. Maybe. Yeah, I did go to Daytona. I'm here in Orlando this week for the mm. pro wrestling pay per view, All Elite Wrestling Revolution, and I have a few days to kill. Do you think there's uh, time? There's like, it has enough time elapsed where it's time for a Girls Gone Wild reboot? Well, it's been ten oh, years. Maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it is time. Maybe now, with like, you know, you could play into like cancel culture. Can't stop a good party. Yep. It's they, Girls they Gone Wild. Yeah. Very Girls Gone Wild. Now nips are back. What would be the gritty reboot of Girls Gone Wild? How would we make Girls Gone Wild gritty? It would be Robert Pattinson going around with a camera telling girls. It would it would just be wild. It wouldn't be girls gone. It would just be wild. Or the girls. But what would the show be? What would make it grittier besides the name change? Just it would. I don't know. Yeah. It would be like an alcoholic cop going to strip clubs and bars and like you know (laughs) he hates what he's doing, but he just needs to make money and then 
uncovers a crime <laughs> in the process of getting girls to take their tits out. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, li- so, I like that. I think there's some potential there. <laughs> Dusty Rose Muffler asked, what happened to the guy that started Is Anyone Up? For the youngins, Is Anyone Up? Uh, it was the... It was kind of crazy to, to, <laughs> to think about, but like in the late early aughts, in the late aughts, this guy basically created a site where people would submit other people's nudes. Like, hey, this musician sent me nudes, or hey, this yeah. whatever you sent should, me nudes. You should clarify, and, Rob, that it was like geared towards exposing celebrity nudes. And, yes. And, and essentially, they defined a new law, which is the anti-revenge porn law, mm-hmm. because uh a lot of this was revenge. Like people would break up and then they would send their famous ex lovers nudes to, is anyone up? And then, you know, anyone would see them. And uh, it was a very weird time. It was like a very, like people, I guess, were shamed for, for even having nudes, I guess, where it's like now it's, we're accepted. And essentially, so the government created laws against this because of this website and the fucking guy, overreach. Hunter Moore. This is the thing you care about. This is your this is where I draw the line. This is your Bailiwick. <laughs> she was good. Her pictures on that site were great. Bailiwick, you remember? Oh, yeah. Her? Bailey was great. She was uh, on the Gritty 90210 reboot. Her wicks were very nice. <laughs> so the FBI started an investigation, and then he pleaded guilty to felony charges. So I guess he was paying hackers to break into email accounts of victims and steal private photos. Jesus Christ. As well. And he pleaded guilty to felony charges for aggravated identity theft and aiding and abetting the unauthorized access of a computer. He did two years in prison. Two well, years also, six months in prison. And this guy, what crime. was his name? Hunter Moore. Bailey he Wick. wasn't oh. like this anonymous person behind this website. He very no. much put himself out front as like I'm the dude running this. Here's yeah, he was a regular I've Joe Francis. In. He was yeah. He tried to like make a celebrity out of himself, and then it was very easy to prosecute him because they're like, yeah, your name's all over all this stuff, man. I just want to chime in and say that I think it's very depressing that you have to explain to young people what is anyone up is like, that's the, how, how fast time is going by. I remember we were doing this show when it was new and we had to explain to people our age, what is anyone up is because it had just come out and and now we've come full circle. Now those people are uh, our age that are, (laughs) that have to, the old people have to explain it to the young people. I uh, I remember Sean being very much a fan of that website. He introduced it to the show, I think. Was it him? It was I either thought. him or me. <laughs> I was definitely also a fan of that website. It may have been one of those where it's like Sid mentions it and then she's like, oh, yeah, man, I love that. Oh, my God. Oh, anyone up? Oh, man, I bumped out so much goo to that. <laughs> he probably submitted some pictures, too. Of body. himself, though. Oh no! <laughs> He's like, oh no, I've been revenge porn. Don't I look great? <laughs> That's when he swore off of it. <laughs> Saw the light. Uh, also, in world news, the Ukraine-Russia drama is still going on. Mm, is that what it is? A drama? It's a oh, it's a drama, honey. There is some drama. <laughs> No, but uh, 
<laughs> That's Russia the air raid keeps... siren. Oh, it's funny that keeps... they made it sound like that. <laughs> they keep bombing Ukraine and being like, why are you making me do this? We just want peace. We're Russia. We're very peaceful. Let me tell you something. I was in uh, the very Russian slash Ukrainian part of Brooklyn the other day. So you they... mean Brooklyn? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but there's more heavily concentrated yeah. parts. They are going ham, like removing Russia from signs and stuff. Wow. And like there was a place called a Taste of Russia, which was like a like I guess um like a cafe slash uh you know deli type place. Okay. Guy on a scaffold was taking the word Russia off of the sign. I don't know what they put up there, Taste of Ukraine. I mean, I don't know what the replacement is. It's still a Russian store. Everyone yeah. knows it's a, and it's not like the Russian people are bad. And normally, my first reaction to that would be like, this is really stupid. Like the freedom fries thing in Iraq, mm-hmm. uh, the Iraq war. But I sort of um, stand by doing this in that case because these motherfuckers will come by and throw bricks through your window. Like lots of Ukrainians live in and they're not going to be rational and go like, hey, I know Russian people. They're not Putin, you know. They're just going to take a garbage can and throw it right through. Has the there been any of that that you've seen or heard of? Of like no. actual I mean, physical altercations because of all this? I'm yeah. too far removed from that neighborhood. Mm. I don't really live in Brighton Beach anymore. But like, yeah. I, it's close enough for me to go to and go to stores and stuff. But I don't see. I'm not like in the everyday sort of cultural yeah. pool that I was before. But I haven't seen. No, luckily, I haven't seen any violence. I did also went. I went to another international food type store. Uh, mm-hmm. which are typically run by Russians and Ukrainians alike. They live all over that area. So um, I went there, and I get to the front uh, to pay for whatever I bought, and they have these little flyers that they're handing out, and it's like, Uh-oh. support Ukrainian businesses, and you know, send and donation, and like they're going all... I think it's like, in a way, it's good, um, I support that, but I think they're virtue signaling in a way, like so that you don't think this is a Russian store. I think is what I'm getting from that because they're not I mean the owners of these businesses are not typically like that charitable <laughs> they're just yeah. kind of but dicks. they're Ukrainian all the like most of the people I feel are from Ukraine in that area I well oh. I could say this specific store I know for a fact is run by Russian people like Russian from Russia not like ex-Russian Ukrainian nice. you know well, they can't be that fa- that big a fan of Russia because they fucking left. <laughs> right, know? right. No, yeah, I, I didn't mean to imply that they support what Russia's doing. I just meant I don't think they give a shit that much, and I think they're more like trying to tell the clientele that they they're not yeah. on Putin's side. Honestly, wanna... with the way I know that Russian <laughs> businesses and Russian folks in Brooklyn operate. Mm-hmm. I could see like all those businesses putting out like donation cups and stuff, and then just pocketing it. Oh no, yeah, for sure, one thousand percent. Hey, wh- wh- where did the donations uh, for that go, Volva? Don't worry. <laughs> be happy. Oh, okay. I won't ask again. I, I like. I could also see like if you're actually a Ukrainian person in Brooklyn and you do that, I could see it being justified as like, well, it's it's going to a Ukrainian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was, it's, was, I'm suffering emotional damage too. Why don't I get some money? I was very hurt by those events that are going on right yeah. now in the Donbass. This will pay for the long distance calls to my relatives that are actually suffering. <laughs> those phone cards be very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
I get I get like four or five phone calls from my mom every <sighs> fucking day, just like Update. panic to eleven of have you seen the latest Russia Ukraine stuff on CNN? And mm-hmm. it's just like she will not rest until I am as freaked out as she is. Yeah, I don't. It's it's daunting. I and I just I just like I, I it's hard because it's I want to be there for her. But then I also want to be like, it's weird that you you never were this freaked out about like all the other invasions yeah. and wars like, you know, in the Middle East and Africa. Right. Is she pro Palestine or against? No, she she mentioned to me last week. She saw that video of the Israelis protesting for Ukraine, and I pointed out just like when we all discussed it. I pointed out the, isn't it weird that they're protesting on occupied territory against yeah. some other occupation? She's like, no, it's not the same. It's like Harvey like, no, Weinstein the same. protesting sexual harassment. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it, I I I always try to sort of push back with her and sort of make her a little bit more self aware. Though, like, she's in her late seventies; it's probably a losing battle at this point. But yeah, I still, it's hard to refrain from being the turd in her panic punch bowl. <laughs> but just to, I mean, trying to enter her mind space a little bit. I mean, I'm trying to think of, and she's Belarusian, right? She's not mm-hmm. from this area specifically, but it's the yeah. region, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure they have no real great feelings for Putin. But uh, I I think I'm trying to imagine if I moved to Aruba or something and then the news came in that like Mexico or Canada is bombing New York City. You know what I mean? Like what would my I think that would take precedence over other world events. You know what I mean? Like I understand her being like slightly hypocritical or let's say biased about not caring as much about Yemen. You know, I could I can understand that. But. You know, yeah, it's, it is also the flip side of that is like, why didn't you care about the, And that goes for a lot of people, not picking on your mother. Like, yeah, I, I think there's like almost no attention paid to all the millions of like global south poor people that have just been like eradicated by very similar things. Just Russia yeah. has more firepower and he's bombing white yeah. people. So it's yeah. big news, you know. And then she's like, they they should make a no-fly zone and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so you want to start World War III then? You think that's going to make things better? <laughs> that's the great – I mean, we were talking – all three of us were talking about this off the air too. But they're like – just so ca- – I don't understand how you can be so casual and just be like, yeah, look, I think we need a no-fly zone. What do you think that means? That means American planes shoot down Russian planes. That's all that is. That's a no – what do you think happens next? What do you think Putin is going to do? Yeah, because he's going to ignore that. And yeah. so either, yes, American planes shoot down Russian planes or American planes don't do shit. And we're even more humiliated because right. he just proved that we won't do shit. Like it's uh, there's you really no great options here. Be happy. Sorry. Don't, don't do yours. Do your no fly zone. I will not. I will not touch. I will not yeah. touch. <laughs> well, there's one person that thinks they figured out the solution. Uh Oh, Steven Seagal. And it's not Steven Seagal. And he, here's why. Oh, no. Here's oh, why Vladimir, Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. What, what, the, what the problem is. Here, let Annalyn McCord solve everything. Well, before you play it, wait. Hold on. Who is she? Okay. Can you give us some background? Wasn't she on the actual Gritty 90210 reboot? <laughs> I think, right? She's an actress. Okay. Anti-human trafficking ambassador. That's... 
that sounds promising. She sounds. Does like... that mean she's a QAnon? <laughs> she's a steward of human rights. Okay, let's I'm go. I'm so sorry that I was not. Wait, <laughs> dear Beautiful. President Vladimir Putin. I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. What? You're if 12. I was your mother, you would have been so loved, held in the arms of joyous light. Never would the story's plight, the world unfurled before our eyes, a pure demise of nations sitting peaceful under a night sky. If I was your mother, the world would have been warm. So much laughter and joy and nothing would harm. I can't imagine the stain okay? stealing pain. <laughs> the little boy you must have seen and believed and the formulation so of thought quickly taught beautiful. that you lived in a cruel, unjust world. Is this why you now decide no one will get the best of you? Is this why you do not hide nor away shy from taking back the nor world? Nor away shy. So early in life, <laughs> She's all that strife wrapped your little body with fear. This is her audition for the next season of Mandalorian. The world was cold. I'd have died to make you warm. Cruel to you, you are being. From the unjust, the violence, the terror, the uncertainty, I would have died to give you life. Oh dear, Mister President Putin. If only I'd been your mother. It's true. His his mother was Perhaps a real cunt. The it's... torture of unwritten. <laughs> Why this all happened? Not within your heart and view ascription to such fealty. I keep hoping that like this video ends with like a bomb hitting her place and the oh. whole room exploding. Just all of a sudden, you see Putin walking up in the background with like a Russia, <laughs> choke cord. Say something now, Blair. <laughs> yeah. Love that only a mother can give. And only a mother can take away. Or the twist <gasps> oh. he, he walks in and he hears her words and he's so moved that he calls off the tanks. <laughs> yeah, like this is such a white person thing to do. Like, <laughs> oh, if I just do this poem, this will put this out there. It'll be fine. If well, I was Vladimir Putin, I would release a public statement saying, I will stop the invasion if this woman agrees to fly to Moscow and actually breastfeed me. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is. Let's. If you want to be my mom, I will stop. Let's go. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Do you really care? Can make a girls going wild video out of it. <laughs> it's um, like this... that uh, Black Mirror where the politician has to fuck a pig. Right. <laughs> well, Putin's very attractive though. She uh, may enjoy it. He's like an older. Uh... Right? I mean, Rob, you have the expert on this. <laughs> Rob, now. which dictators would Rob fuck? <laughs> Remove the cruelty and the anti-humanitarian. He's not really my type, but uh, I guess I guess the power thing. I don't know. What? It what? Looks like a Russian love. He's not know. a bear, though. He's hairless. So what? He's a daddy. That is fair. You know, I I think there's something uh, like ruining the stew here because he's so he's so Russian that may turn you off, right? Like you're so immersed in that. From I'm up. not a Putin guy. Correct. Zelensky, <laughs> not so bad, but. What if you were in the bathhouse, Rob, and all of a sudden you look across the sauna? Mm -hmm. There's a Vladimir Putin slowly opening his towel. Fully erect. Well, I would first look. I'd be curious, but then I'd I'd walk out. (laughs) (laughs) Rob's eyes glance down towards Putin's big Russian shrines. (laughs) That's quite a missile silo there, sir. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Templar Shaft says that's how you get him to spot, stop making this video about what a horrible mother he has. Sure, and any then Dusty, Ro- 
Dusty Rose Buffer says this is the new Imagine video. Well, there actually was a new Imagine video. Did you see there was a guy playing? Really? Imagine? It was like the Ukrainian immigrants fleeing to Poland uh, were like flooding into Poland. And this guy was just playing Imagine in the town square, like to welcome all of them to uh, to to Poland from from Ukraine. Uh, I was like, you can't like really make fun of this anymore. Like the whole joke is that they is that you know celebrities are doing it, and it's just a song that immediately crops up whenever there's a a crisis yeah. or something. It's just so cliche. Do we think Putin I mean, was a Beatles fan? <laughs> You know, that era, the Beatles were very popular in Russia. I remember, like, the stories were always, like, the two things that were being smuggled into into Soviet Russia were, like, blue jeans and Beatles oh, yeah. records. Oh, yeah, my mom's definitely talked to me about that. <laughs> Do you think it's possible that it took this long for Putin to start the Ukraine invasion because he was still getting through that Beatles get back document? <laughs> I, just, I got, just finished that right before That's my trip. It? It's forever. It's but you great. know what? I have to say, the so, first so much footage, Bled, I've never seen before. <laughs> sorry, Rob. Uh, that's kind of how, like, when I started watching that, I was like, geez, six hours of this. The Beatles documentary, not mm-hmm. the, the Ukrainian war. <laughs> yeah, six uh, hours. Guys. Six hours. Yeah, uh, six hours. This is like, can I get a best of? But then, like, by the end of it, I was like, man, I could have done another six hours. It, like, you really get immersed in their process. And it's really interesting to see how the whole thing evolves and how they write their songs. And and the album that came out of those sessions was really, really good, Let It Be. Mm-hmm. And what's so wild is that they didn't even put it out after this. They went and recorded another album, put that out, and then revisited these songs yeah. that they spent a month on and then, like, released that. I've uh I I was a George robot. What were you? <laughs> what you George is the Ukraine of the Beatles. George Harrison is my guy. That's Definitely. great. We 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 get along on something. Hold on, got to do something. <laughs> also I grew a lot of respect for Ringo. I always felt like while he wasn't necessarily the best drummer, he was a really good musician. He knew how great to, musician. Yeah, he knew how to play to what the other guys were trying to do and like I, not, I, not be in the way i would say not not that it's the best music but i enjoy ringo Starr's solo work better than yeah, it's fun. the other three it's just good catchy pop music yeah george harrison has the introspective like you know he's the i think george harrison is the best musician but ringo Starr's solo shit is so fun and there's that scene in the documentary where he farts. I Great. Still haven't seen it. Oh my god! <laughs> also, it was interesting to watch John Lennon be human. You know, like uh, he's just such a—he's like a Jesus figure. Yeah, exactly. Western like culture. You, you forget that he, he was a person, and then like you just see him goofing around, and, and like even like the whole thing with uh, oh, you know, Yoko ruined the band. Like they were having jam sessions with Yoko. It was really it was really cool. It was like Paul, John, and Yoko just they're jamming and she's yelling. <laughs> it was fun to watch. There was some yeah, video but- where they were performing on some show. I can't remember what it was, but they're like was it with Chuck Berry? I don't know. It was with some blues like or rock and roll blues guy, famous guy, and they're doing some like 
classic rock and roll song and they're on some talk show like doing this song i can't remember what it is and it's just yoko ono's like kind of just screaming in the corner <laughs> like and they're all looking at her like they're waiting for her to do her part so that they could get back to doing the song correctly and then chuck berry turns to her and he's like i can't kiss you yoko <laughs> you got piss on your face <laughs> Sorry, mate. We had a little session before. It <laughs> <laughs> was part of her latest installation. You're into what you're into? <laughs> Called Taking the Piss. <laughs> well, I want to present... Oh, go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> I want to present the next new musical wonder of the world. It's from... Uh, from who, who? What's this? Who's it? Rand's, Randy Zuckerberg is the girl. Related to Mark? I'm not sure. Uh, she is. She is a Broadway actress. Oh she no! Says, a year ago, I sang the song on Broadway. I mean, a decade ago, I sang the song on Broadway. Today, I sing the song surrounded by new friends as a rallying cry for the women of Web Three. Can you explain what Web Three is? Web Three is like a catch-all for crypto and nfts like mm. that's kind of what they're talking about so be ready for the song of a lifetime oh i can't wait if only putin had a mother oh. <laughs> we're all gonna make it oh, yeah we're all gonna make it we're all gonna make it everyone this rocks <laughs> women rock I was oh, What did you say? I was gonna say the the punchline to this should be a sanitation truck just comes down the street. They're standing <laughs> in the middle. Because we have no other discernible talent. Who is this guy? He's the dummy that doesn't understand crypto. He's the oppressive man in the crypto world. That they're like, no, we we could do crypto without you. Oh, is it that? I thought he's like the dad in the Twisted Sister video. That's like against all of this stuff. You're you're giving this way too much credit. Oh, wow. So much energy. Oh, they had to hit every A-T-H. single thing. What does ATH stand for? I don't know. I meant like they had to hit even the bridge of the song. I don't know yeah. what ATH is. Rob, do you All know? This, ATH is a, it's a symbol. It's a crypto that you is could it? buy called Atheus. Oh. Yep. Uh, so uh, there's ETH. a lot of there's a lot of crypto. Well, there's ETH certainly Ethereum, uh, but there's a lot of like crypto inside terms here in this song. Fight! Yeah! Like hell! Yeah! We'll hold! Yeah! We'll hold! Don't sell your crypto. You got to hold it. 
Just hold it and never use it for anything and just let it sit there. Who is this for? Exactly. Women I have who no might idea. be scared about getting into the crypto. Scene. And this is going to be the thing that pushes them over the edge to do it? Well, she thinks so. I mean, oh she God. thinks. Here we go. This is rocking. I've been thinking about a fun way to explain crypto jargon to newcomers. Using all a 40 year old song. Yeah, all the acronyms <laughs> and phrases can feel super t- intimidating at first. Hopefully, this video is a fun two minute crypto lingo 101 lesson that speaks to the spirit of women in Web3. Does she actually Ooh. explain what any of this stuff means, or she's just saying the names? No, she's just saying so the what, names. Yeah, Ooh. so what is she? What's the lesson? You have, do, you want to, do you want to do everything, Sid? Just go look it up. <laughs> Rob, please put that graphic back up because the first reply to that is someone in Ukraine living in a bunker oh, no. saying how this day, this just made my day worse. I'm, no, in, a I'm in a bunker and this made my day worse. <laughs> Imagine. Please, Putin, bring one of your bombs so that I can die peacefully and not listen to this song anymore. Uh-oh. Nice one, Randy. Don't let the gatekeepers keep you down. They hate women in rock. Who said that? <laughs> that person has a check mark. Who yeah. are they? It's Josiah Hughes. Well, I don't know who that is. Oh, I think, well, based on the people who follow him, I'm pretty sure he's being sarcastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a dude version of the crypto politics here. Oh, this is just, isn't this the real video? Oh, I see. Look, it's called We're All Gonna Make It. They, they did the same the same joke. We're all gonna make it. Oh, man. Yeah, we're all gonna make it. I already we're like this We're all photo. gonna make it. <laughs> oh, no. This is instantly better. Because at least they're trying to make it. Like They're trying to make it with the... Uh, Spirit of Twisted Sister. Not that that's anything great. <laughs> At least he's singing like she's trying to make it into a Broadway song. Final Destiny, jeez. This is like, <laughs> sounds like Joseph Goebbels. Yeah. <laughs> the U.S. dollar is sold to death camps. <laughs> Oh, Biden seems cool with it. All right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. It's crazy kids. <laughs> what is mooning? Oh, it's so dense. I feel like I'm reading a fucking cryptocurrency textbook. There's just so much shit. Ugh. Okay, I'm over this. <laughs> There's just so much to process. It's like, I don't need a fucking explainer. You know what I mean? <laughs> just... Get to the point. Uh, but can you buy that song as an NFT, Rob? That's the real question. Yes, I just right-clicked and saved it. I, I own it. <laughs> I own that video. You're definitely going to make it. I'm going to make it. <laughs> I right-clicked and saved it. <laughs> I have a question. So what is the thought process behind trying to get youngish people, I assume, with some money, disposable income, 
to buy cryptocurrency and NFTs by using a song that came out in 1981. What is the? Does anyone watching this? What percentage of this audience knows that song? Maybe some some younger ish people know it from it being played at sports games and stuff. But like, no, the, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. a hardcore Twisted Sister fan either already put 75 percent of their income into cryptocurrency or don't have any fucking money to begin with. So like, what? You know, they're on a, a stipend from the, uh, the SSI. This is the ungritty reboot. <laughs> gonna take it. All that grit that was in Twisted Sister, they just vacuumed it right out. Yep. And it's now a Broadway, a Broadway musical. I hope D. Snyder doesn't get any ideas from this and try to like do a Billy Joel uh, sh- review show, a Green Day like uh, Broadway show. Well, I, I believe their their music is in Rock of Ages. It's already been oh. Broadwayized. Oh, but what? Like a couple of songs. Right? Rock of Ages is like thirty different bands, though, right? Yeah, it's not all just sister. Apparently, that will. lady is Mark Zuckerberg's sister. No way. Yeah, I'm on Loudwire.com. Hmm. But she has so much life and energy, unlike him. Yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe D. Snyder. He D Snyder called the cover dog shit. Ah, well, he couldn't believe it has millions of views. He also said that Randy did not get the go ahead to make the cover, and that the band's legal team is exploring their options. Good. When you're right, you're right. I'm not always in agreement with D Snyder, but when you're right, you're right. I don't. I parody though. I don't think there's much to explore. Right. Are you say so? Someone tweeted at D Snyder saying like how crazy it is that it has so many views. And D. Snyder replied, right? That Randy Zuckerberg dog shit has 2.5 million views, and my new video stand has 75,000. WTF? <laughs> oh, D. You put yourself on a T, D. <laughs> a little too much information there, D. <laughs> it almost uh, seems like begging people to go watch his, his video in a way. You know? Yeah, right? Did he include the link? Let's see. He did. He did, in <laughs> fact, <laughs> include the link. For... Oh. Trying to uh, those that's good marketing, though. It's good marketing, <laughs> but it's like it's a good attempt, I guess. But it's just sort of like begging for attention, you know. You're just underlining the fact that people like this this dog shit more than your real. Yeah, stuff. exactly. <laughs> Poor D. Uh, to be fair, I feel like a lot of those views for this come from it being spectacularly awful. Yeah, yeah. Sharing sure. it with their friends, you know, while Twisted Sister probably is just very. I don't I haven't heard it, but I'm sure it's just mediocre and whatever. Yeah. He's probably lucky that that video doesn't have more views. <laughs> yeah, it would be passed around like Randy's video. Yeah, exactly. Ridiculed. <laughs> Rob, did you freeze? I'm here. Hi, Rob. Hello. You sent me a link for another music video this week. Do we want to? Yes. So I, I went and I hung out with, uh, I'm in Orlando this week, and I hung out with the great Jason Sukoff, mm-hmm. Audio Hammer Studios. Sukoff, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You say that well, to him every time you see him? He mentioned to me that his dad would tell him that their last name is a not very <laughs> flattering curse in Russian. Well, it's a, I mean, it's not a very flattering curse in English either. Suck off. <laughs> well, Sukov. 
I know, but it, but but what would the kid on the second grade bus say? He would say, so "Your name is Jason Suckoff." Um, well, the man the man has quite a serious YouTube game, hmm. and uh, he gave me a, a song that, like, I instantly was reminded of Queen of Vagina. Whoa! But with better production value for the hmm. video. Wow, that's hard to. And, and what was so. <laughs> What was so interesting is that he never heard of Queen of Vagina, and then I played, then I played her for him, mm-hmm. for Jason, and he was blown away. He was blown away. Is he going to record a new album? He might. He might. He really. He really dug those beats, and he's gonna, know, he knows. He's, he knows a thing or two about that stuff. He's going to cover "Shaky, Shaky, Shaky, Shaky Bum Bum." <laughs> <laughs> I played uh, the song. I played for him, or one of them that I played was "Mrs. Obama Is a Whore." And then, like, the last two days, just in my head, I just have, I am a dick sucker. I am a dick sucker. <laughs> Only for the last couple of days you've had that in your head. Uh, well, that hook. Here we go. I can't treat my coochie. <laughs> the best. Oh, so with that in mind. My... Oh my god, I would be buying one every week. You make so much money. <laughs> so this one is from a girl named Amy the Baby. <laughs> a woman, Rob, please. She's above she's not twelve. <laughs> okay, it's from a woman named Amy the Baby. <laughs> is that really how you say it? I think so. How would you say it? I, my guess would be Bebabi, but I could be wrong. I think it's pronounced Bebimbop. Let's not be culturally <laughs> insensitive. She does not look delicious. I like Bebimbop. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you haven't seen this? You think I'm ugly? I don't care. You think I'm dumb? I don't care. You think is this Iggy Azalea? This is, yeah, without the, the photo effect. So for the people listening, Rob, can you describe this young woman? She looks like your typical, uh, you know, Norwegian type of blonde hair. She's a ginger. It's ginger, okay. Blue-eyed. It's got wearing a tank top, which has the, uh, like a Chinese rice box kind of design on it. I'm sorry, Rob, I have... I have a very succinct one-sentence defin- uh, description of this woman. Exponentially far less attractive Noah. I could see that. Okay. No? I don't really see it. It was over. Like same body type, same hair color, but just not. Noah's very attractive, and she's not. But also the better rapping skills than Noah, I would say. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Let's get back to this hook. I was already dead again. You can hurt me only God. <laughs> what is that? Stuttering. Is that her just pronouncing her last name? 
party till I die with my chin up high. I feel it's like almost like a your boy bangs type hook. Rob, by the way, the freeze frame, is there a way you could zoom in on the guy in the middle? Because he is he shitting uh, himself? What is possibly. happening? What is, what is going, going on? on? It's like Bobby Moynihan if he was dying. <laughs> what see. is happening? Sid, you threw me for a loop. I thought you were gonna say zoom in on her upskirt. Oh, no, why did you go back? Go back. They go back to that shot anyway. <laughs> There you go. We love straight action. Is that where you got <laughs> drugs? <laughs> What's that? Is that where you got drugs when you were over there? Does that place look familiar? No. No, I, I do not. Scum with a B. <laughs> That's how you spell it in the Netherlands. Sid. Don't judge. <laughs> She's got a stutter. It's like Joe Biden. Don't make fun. Of this is very debilitating. <laughs> This is just catchy ass hooks. How much do you think she had to pay all these uh, black people to be in her video? <laughs> I don't. I, I think she went to wherever this the uh, projects that she's in and just said we're gonna shoot now. And she just, this is her posse. These are her boys. Yeah, they're definitely good friends of hers. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it how it seems like she's not trying. Seems like, yeah. I also think they tried very hard to make this look like a like a rap video, like a, like to make it look like a sort of a a, a rough neighborhood, and it's uh-huh. really just like a, a a split level, like somebody's just somebody's house, somebody's two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. Yeah, it's probably her parents' house. Mm-hmm. They're probably the ones who finance this whole project. They try to make this look very urban, and it's just not working. Dusty Rhodes Muffler says Bangs released a new video. Is that true? Well, let's see. That's not going to get a copyright strike, is it? (laughs) I don't know. I'm like half serious now. I'm so paranoid. Take you to Starbucks. Oh. oh come on but you're not even trying anymore he just every store he passes he records a new song is it about oh the wait oh wait guys? no the, the, there's <gasps> also wait so there's a few video videos because there's also your boy bangs chilling wait a minute rob wait a minute stop everything for anyone who's listening only on audio right now the thumbnail for the starbucks video is that bangs is bathing in starbucks coffee i think it looks like he's in sand I think he's bathing in coffee grounds and coffee and partially made well, coffee. Well, let's, let's give it a shot. It is sad. You're right. But, look, but because it's Starbucks, I started thinking he was bathing in coffee. That would have made more sense. Should have. Well, yeah. What the fuck does this beach have to do with Starbucks? Maybe he just drinks sand and thinks good it's Starbucks. Morning, <laughs> I feel like we might have heard this. No, I think it's just, it's just the same song. <laughs> Where does Starbucks only cost five bucks? Listen to how he's selling himself. Let me take it to Starbucks. That's a cheap thing. It's only five bucks. I get the 
Yeah, I got coffee in this cup. It's really just sand. Come to Starbucks with me on my hand. He's full Come with me, got a cup full of sand. That's what they sell at Starbucks in Sudan. She's making a sand angel. <laughs> oh, he looks like one of those 17 week old cakes at the Russian store. <laughs> That's there. <laughs> I don't think I mean if you're a woman listening to this as yeah. a potential date like he's your suitor do you want to, to know the merits of how much money he's saving as he's taking you out Yeah like are you going to spend that savings also on me are you going to do to then Well maybe he's saying let me take you to Starbucks you're paying but I've <laughs> I'm chosen saving a cheap you money Yes I'm saving you money for taking me out Son of a bitch It's it's just a culturally flipped in Sudan don't be insensitive guys that's just how it is there. It's like a reversed uh, culture. What's this? There's chill out. I think this one we saw where you collabed with somebody. Oh no, this is a new one with the same people. I remember those names. We're building up with coming to your side of town, spreading love all around. What you Network want and he's got some American rap. When you come now. through, always come true. True soul. He's got a long neck. It's like Merton Hanks. He looks like the when they do the anthropomorphic uh, the dish ran away with the spoon. Let's make connect four. Bangs was in the shot in the beginning. Bangs can't be there for the whole shoot. He's very busy. He comes and does his verse and he goes home. He makes a Starbucks run. <laughs> He's working at Starbucks. That's why he, he has the employee discount. That's why it's so cheap. Yeah, five bucks. He's not even in this. What do you get a shot glass for five bucks now? Oh, here we go. Not feeling it. Trash it. This is the most coherent rap he's had, though. It's a little. Yeah, there's other people in the room that he actually has to look professional, so it's not his own project. It just doesn't have the bangs aesthetic. It's like I feel like his. I'm not even. This is not an ironic statement. I think his his real work is musically competent. I mean, he his raps aren't, but like his hooks and how he integrates his singing into the hook is actually decent. And this is just boring, like ambient music. Banks is getting lazy in his old age. Very sad. Well, the 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 content choice is the laziest of. I can't think of a lazier. Like literally, it's the same song over and over and over again. Like he needs a writer. He needs a writer. He's halfway. He has some kind of some kind of uh, like talent for music. I feel, but he can't write songs. If someone, Rob, are you okay? Yeah. Passed out for a second. If That's how bored Rob is by the new Bang song. Well, it's boring. It's very yeah. boring. And the, well, the collab is boring. I like the Starbucks one. That was a little catchy. 
But yeah, he needs a writer. Just get a you know all these people. Let one of them write your songs and then do your bangs thing with it. What if Queen of Vagina wrote for him? <laughs> Imagine him singing about his pussy. And yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Men are stupid, and I don't even respect them. <laughs> yeah, we have the new bang song. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> be the new Lil Nas X. Yeah. He loves Obama's cock. What do you want me to tell you? Yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> oh, have you sampled? I just assume. Would you like to, would you eat some Obama's cock holidays? Oh my god. How would that work? Would it be like cut up like sausage pieces in it or is, it's like him standing there just holding a thing of holidays that he's stuck his dick into <laughs> like, like dick in a popcorn with yeah. <laughs> Dick in a hollow How does this work? I think uh, they would do to it whatever they do to the chicken. They just shred it. You know, it's like shredded oh. of, of cock. Uh, so it's like all bloody and stuff in there, or has the blood been drained previous? I mean, I'm sure they do it. They do a great job uh, with the culinary processing of Who's it. Who's the they? Whoever speaking of the Ukrainians who make the cholodiets. <laughs> Now, would you consider that a, a justification for war crime and f- inflicting holodiets on the world? So, wait, we're blaming the Ukrainians for this? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I I don't know. Ukrainian, I'm not, I thought I'm joking, obviously, but I thought it was a Ukrainian thing. I will say, if the Ukrainians are trying to get NATO to help them, taking Barack Obama's <laughs> cock, chopping it up, and putting it in a food item is not a good way to go about that. <laughs> oh, I just meant holiday, inventing holodets, not just It's a the, very provocative act, Darren. <laughs> This is not the time for such provocations. It's true. NATO eastward cock chopping expansion is not. Uh, that should be a war crime. Holodets <laughs> is a war crime. Yeah, it is. It's like <laughs> not quite Zyklon B in the showers, but it's like right. It's the next tier down. Making people eat that. Yeah. Could not just. Let's just say this for the record. Not just making people eat it. Convincing them that it's a delicacy—that's yeah, the the, the biggest lie the devil ever told was making people believe that chaladets was acceptable. <laughs> it's manufactured chaladets consent. I'm glad that you guys you guys tried chaladets six years ago and you're still ranting about <laughs> you don't, you, traumatic the pain of it. Hitler learned the hard way by losing. You don't force the holodets down the people's throat. You make them think they like it. That's how you. That's how you really get them. Dusty Rhodes Buffler says force feeding holodets is like waterboarding. See, <laughs> so yeah, I mentioned I went to Daytona Beach yesterday. I'm here in Orlando. I'm a I'm a beach body. <laughs> what? Like Let's see. On the beach. Be beach body. Come on. No, no, right. no. Uh, but uh, no, I wanted to check out the beach. And when they call Orlando Central Florida, that is not a lie. That is not a misnomer. What does that it mean? Is, oh, there was no water is, around you? Yeah, it's very like it's a schlep to the beach. Uh, so Daytona Beach is on the Atlantic Ocean side. And my friend told me that like the better beach is Clearwater Beach. But that is two and a half hours away. And I'm not going to be spending five hours in a car just to go to the beach for like two hours, you know? 
I can relate to that because I feel everyone has always told me and in my life, uh, the best beach in New York to go to recreationally is Orchard Beach, which the locals call Chocha Beach because it's like uh, supposedly full of like supermodel quality women and, you know, in bikinis and stuff. And it's also a nice beach and it looks into like Long Island Sound and all that stuff. But again, like you said, it's like two hours away. It's like an, an hour at least by car and like an hour 45 if there's traffic. So it's all the way up in the Bronx. So mm. I definitely relate to that. But I have been there. Yeah. It's very nice. So, yeah. So I figured Daytona Beach. On the way there, it was like an hour. I was like, I could do that. On the way back, an hour and 40 because of the traffic. It was brutal. But uh, it was interesting. It was definitely different vibes. <laughs> Because uh, it's different like by the Brighton, you mean? different vibes of Brighton for sure. Uh, <laughs> no Russians for one thing. Yeah. Uh, well, just getting there is really interesting. You get off the highway and there's like a five mile strip that you essentially have to drive down. And like everyone around, it's like a big biker town. So there's all these couples on bikes, <laughs> the women, the women on the back with their poorly decided tramp stamps, you know, mm. like lots of butterflies and stuff like that. Lots of let's go Brandon tramp stamps. Uh, I didn't see any of those, but they were kind of delay in traffic. So anyway, the interesting thing about Daytona Beach, I've never experienced this before. You know, there was a prompt for parking and I was like, okay, I'll just park in the beach parking lot. I'm not going to go look for parking, but no, you in fact park on the beach. Like, literally on the beach. Uh, they let you drive onto the beach, and you just park at the end, and you kind of hang out there by your car. I've never done that before. It was it was quite an interesting experience. I, in a way, I kind of liked it, because it, it's like all your shit's right there. You know, you don't have to carry it too far, all your beach stuff. But how many people was it? How many cars? This seems like it could take over the oh, whole there was. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. The thing is, the cars are there's one lane. It's a one way lane for the cars at the like very end of the beach, uh, opposite the water. I, I mean, and then you have to park the car up against the wall of of the beach. So the cars aren't like in the way of the beach. They're all just at the very tail end of it. If that makes sense, the end that isn't the water. Obviously, you're not parking by the water. Does that make sense? I'm still, I'm having trouble visualizing. Could you like okay. draw it for me? Here's the water, right? Okay. Here's the sand, and then here's the end of the beach where like like the know, back. You mean the back of the beach? Not yeah. like there's this end and this end. No, no, I mean, no. This end and this end. Yeah, sure. This is great. It's just this the, the the part where like if you walk any further, you're no longer on the beach. You're on mainland. You know. Okay. So, and then there's like a little separator between the mainland and the beach and you park against the separator. So you're, oh, you're up against the end of the beach with the, the car. The cars are only on that very end. They can't drive on the main beach area. You have to keep that area clear. Okay. So what and, happens if there's no room to park? They just tell you to go home? Well, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, you could just keep driving down until you find a spot. Basically. Okay. Uh, and it took a little bit uh, to find one. And, you know, I'm hanging out. I'm right about to go into the water. And then I, this is what I see. Let's see if I can load this up here. Uh Uh-oh. I posted this, I posted this on my, 
uh, socials. Now I'd like to share it here. This is very, this is very fun. I saw this. Oh, I thought you meant just waiting for Rob to queue up video. Just a little bit. Yeah. More, more fun than Holodietz with cock. No, that's Hold low on. bar. Is this gonna what what you're about to show us? Is it gonna count as revenge porn, Rob? I don't want you going to jail. There's no one nude. Tell me what was the video? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll just load it from here. I'll load it from my Facebook page. Oh, okay. Here it is. Oh my god. So just for our audio listeners, it is a truck and it's decorated with honk for Trump. Trump won. Let's go, Brandon. Biden stole the election. Well, this guy in front of him. He's about to get a Tiananmen Square situation. Yeah, he's protesting. And he was, he was just like, "Let's go, Brandon! Let's go, Brandon!" Miss <laughs> me yet? <laughs> there was a trouble. But my favorite thing about it was the uh, "Honk for Trump 2020" sign, and then he edited it to put a two on the last zero, so "Honk for Trump 2022." But this isn't a presidential election. Yeah. Trump's not running for anything. Yeah. Just honk for Trump at any year. It's evergreen. It doesn't have Mm. to be an election. You just honk for Trump because you love Trump. Sure. But I feel like the point of putting that that year on there is that it's a campaign, right? Like, why have a year? Just honk for Trump. I mean, maybe the person that owns the trunk, the truck doesn't realize that. Oh. It just thinks you just put whatever the year is. Just like he just anything any statement like he tells his wife we need bread twenty twenty two is that yeah, like, yeah <laughs> just exactly. signs it with the year it's like a check timely, yeah, yeah put the date on man I've been writing twenty twenty one on my bread notes all all year so far I can't get out of the habit <laughs> my grocery list I'll say twenty twenty one honestly that made the whole trip worth it you know like the the to Daytona Beach the beach wasn't that. Like great, it was all right. The did water you go was by old. yourself. Were you with? Someone? Yeah, yeah. It was a little day trip I did. Because of of, of that, um, all of, all of that stuff, you know, I mean, indicates to me you're a terrible person. But the one thing on that truck, when it says "miss me, miss me yet," uh, I have to say, just because, like, I mean, Biden winning and there's no no appreciable difference. Rob and I were discussing this the other day that the world and the country is still a hellhole. Uh, makes me say that between two disgusting, vile shitheads, I like the one that that does comedy better. Like, not, you know what I mean? Like, I do miss that aspect of it. Not to, in no way, is that praise of Trump, but I just feel like yeah, we have like ten percent praise of Trump. We, it, well, we have the we now have the Trump that only speaks in like Washington K Street uh, speech writing now. So it's like ah. Get, Give me the funny shithead. I don't know. I thought the State of the Union was pretty funny. The, all right. You know what? There were moments, yeah. I will say. Maybe it's unintentional funny, but funny is funny. I just want this shithead war criminal that that like, like tweets at Joy Behar. You know, yeah, give him Twitter back. 
selfishly yeah. not that it, that doesn't motivate me to want to vote for trump i still would not break that moral line but i just thought you know it, we're we're in hell anyway we're going we're all gonna die there's gonna be a nuclear explosion anytime soon now people are being kicked out of their homes they're on the street let's have some comedy I mean, I like his Twitter account to be back. That'd be nice. Sometimes I, I wonder, what's Trump thinking? Like, what would Trump's take be on this? It's just funny. Again, I'm not advocating people. Vibe. I advocate nobody vote for Trump or Joe Biden. I think uh, let's try to... all in on Kamala Harris 2024. Well, <laughs> it, she might be the one running, which is even... I think I'd rather have Joe Biden than Kamala Harris. But uh, yeah, that I mean, anytime she talks, it's just like. Does she? I haven't heard her in a year and a half. She said something the other day. What the f- Rob? Jog my memory. She said something really hilarious. I think she was explaining the Ukraine was... situation to a radio host or something. Yeah. <laughs> was it Rick Dees? Oh, is he still around? Show. Is he alive, Rick Dees? I don't remember. <laughs> Let's see if I could find this information out before somebody says Rick D's nuts in the chat. <sighs> Too late. Not. Nah. Damn it. I, I'm just kidding. I don't think anyone he got is to still alive. 71 oh. years old. They did get to say Rick D's nuts. Can you hear this? No. By the way, Dusty Rose Muffler said, "Don't vote for Joe Budden." Too. <laughs> sure. I would rather have Joe Budden as the president <laughs> right now. Seriously, I really mean that. Social media, you're seeing everything right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms. You hearing this? People who don't understand yes. what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States? So, Who's this talking? Ukraine is a country in Europe. The, she was on a radio show called The Morning Hustle, and they asked Kamala to explain the situation in, in to break it down. What's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States? So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country. She decided. So no geopolitics. That's wrong. If you're watching any level of news. That's it. Basically, that's wrong. (laughs) You know, and I was talking to Rob about this and I, I, I was kind of of two minds with this because I, at first I was like god you know this is so condescending and pandering and thinking her audience is idiots that she has to mm. talk to them like kindergartners but then I realized that might be her understanding of this is how it's like explained to her and she's such an like an empty vessel that I, I think, think it's, it's it, I think it's the condescending option it might be a mixture can we no. say that like I, I think she sure. she received the dumbed down version of this these events <laughs> And she's dumbing it down further because she has contempt for her audience. Fair. Is there more, Rob? That was it. Well, I think we're a step closer to solving the situation now that that happened. Thank you, Kamala. Mm. <laughs> so, what do you th- do? You think that? Do you think the two of you? I want to get your opinion here. If, as of today, let's say. If nothing else were to change, and it's a long way until 2024, but let's just, for the sake of argument, nothing changes. We're in the exact same situation. 
if Trump survives two more years of assault on his blood vessels with cholesterol and high fructose corn syrup, will he be the next president of the United States? Probably. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. I would lean. And actually, the, the sports betting apps are like making him the favorite to be the next president. Right well, now. between Biden doing a pretty crappy job and then the, you know, lots of states electing secretaries of state and people to run the elections that are super duper Trump loyalists mm -hmm. that will make sure if he doesn't actually win, that they'll find a way to make him win regardless mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of elements that are going against Biden or I whoever think, the Democrat nominee will be. I also think a large reason why Biden won was that we have a binary system and they convinced millions of people that Trump is so much worse for the world, you know, so much worse. Like you can argue. I myself would argue that Trump is worse on some things. I think Biden's worse on other things. I think if you put it on a balanced scale, it's so close that it doesn't fucking matter which one the president is. But I think they were successful in convincing people it's like this. Mm -hmm. And having four years of Biden now at that point, which we will have, I think that's not going to work anymore. <laughs> like they, they will have lived through four more Trump years. Especially after we probably get a red wave. Mm hmm the 2022 election and then Biden, yeah. anything he would want to do, he won't be able to. Right. And then they'll, well, well now he has an excuse. Things, I, so he didn't do anything. Yeah. He has even more of an excuse to not do anything. That's a good point. You could, you could say Rob would Rob just said that they can blame. Well, they're already blaming it on a hundred different other things, but I mean, they could then say, well, they're, like, now, now they're blaming it on mansion, you know, right. and, and Sienna, whatever. Her name Cinema. Is. Sienna. Cinema. Wasn't that a porn star? Sienna, Sienna. Miller. <laughs> Uh, but I so, think, look, this is the time that, you know, we're two years away. This is the time if you don't want Biden versus Trump, if you want someone who will credibly challenge Trump from the left and not vote be, Kamala Harris. No, <laughs> that's good. She's probably going to run. I can't see this guy 82 years old running for president again, but whatever. But if you. You want someone to attack like what the Democrats did last time, which is attack Trump from the right. He's not hard on Russia enough. We have to be more belligerent, all this other stuff, you know. Tell people loudly now, form a voting block, say we're not going to vote for these motherfuckers if you give us another Joe Biden or someone from that same policy realm. Like we're not going to do it and then hold to that. If the And that's how you affect elections. That's how you get do it now. Don't wait till the fucking election when you got two shithead racists running against each other. Do it now. We have we have standards. We want a left president. We want left Congress people. Do it now, and then you can. But what get... does it mean? Do it now. What does that look like? What is the inaction? What is that? Do, form join organizations that reject the, uh, third parties. Build up third parties so that they're viable instead of being ridiculed, shitty, marginalized nothingness. Donate money and time to, to building to, to groups that uh, oppose, you know, Democrats from the left. Then you put pressure on them. Then you say if they know if they run Pete Buttigieg or whoever the fuck, people are going <laughs> to reject them. So they you think like in the past when we've had 
good presidents you think fdr was like just such a nice guy he did the new deal it's because we had a strong left and unions in this country and they said look motherfucker we're gonna make your life miserable as a president we're gonna make you a one-term president if you don't help people and he said okay and he caved and he did all this stuff he was this fucking capitalist just like the rest of them but he was afraid of not getting elected again you got in a wheelchair that. so he couldn't really <laughs> defend himself that well he couldn't run yeah. well he had wheels <laughs> yeah He's too busy fucking his cousin. Mm -hmm. well, Speculum fight says when the left has a candidate and a chance to win, the Democratic establishment stops them. That's correct. But they stop them because too many people cave and they go, well, I don't want Trump, which is a reasonable instinct because Trump is a massive racist piece of shit. But you got to fight that and you got to say, look, we are no better off even when Trump lost. So so. What are we doing this for? What are we afraid of? Why are we shitting our pants? Oppose it now. Oppose both of these shitheads now. Right? I feel I mean, like that process takes way more than two years, though. I mean, if you do it and lose, at least people saw that you fought. It's like Bernie Sanders. You, you, you try for Medicare for all. People see you fighting, and that's good. But then you cave and you surrender and you support the shithead that cheated you. You lose that support. So you got to, but you maintain a seat fight. at the table that wouldn't be there for you if you did the other thing. It well, would be what he responds with. I understand that, and I'm, I know you're not necessarily making that argument. But what it, what did the seat at the table get us? Do we have well, <laughs> we have Medicare yeah. for all? Look around at the world. How are we better off now than when Trump was president? And Trump was an incredibly shitty president, and the bar has not moved. You, I guess you could say we're at least we're not worse off. I think, like I said before the election, and I hold to this, I think Trump would be worse for certain things, gay rights, trans rights, stuff like that. And I think Biden's way worse on other things. Foreign like what? policy. What are we looking at right now? This shit, He's a fucking like Washington ideologue. These people want the United States to be a dominant country around the world. And they do all these agro psychotic things while Trump is... Like I said, tweeting at Joy Behar. He's a distraction. He signs whatever the military wants that they show like, under his how nose. would the Ukraine thing be different right now if Trump was president? I don't think Trump would be banging the drum trying to get Ukraine into NATO. Trump wanted to disband NATO. Trump wanted to get rid of NATO. I think that's a... But is part of that because he knew it would be beneficial to Putin? I don't know. I think all oh, that's innuendo. I don't think we, that's like that's like the same four years of Russiagate. I have no idea. But I do know that NATO sucks, and I think trying to disband it is good, even if Trump's reasons for it are because he's don't a narcissistic hear, don't, don't let Alex Skolnick say, hear you saying that. He'll put out a song. <laughs> well, I would join him. If, it, if his message is fuck Trump or Trump sucks, I'm all in on that. I think some of his reasons are ridiculous. Like, a lot of that stuff is attacking Trump from the right, which is where the Democrats have sort of, like, charged to the right since the last four to ten years. So I think they're positioned to the right of Trump on a lot of this stuff, and it's really scary. We have two choices, and it's like hawk and hawkier. I like and that movie. It was, good. was really good as hawkier. Yeah, but Kim, Kurt Russell is just too old to be doing these these things. <laughs> he should really stop. Well, if we could transition from Sorry, uh, uh, national politics to local politics mindy mayor there's, oh. there, there's a big drama happening in south brooklyn and it has to do with potatoes uh since wearing the hat rolling roaster it's yes. a 
it's like a lovely eatery that we all enjoy. Imagine an Arby's that's good. That's yeah. a roller roaster. And uh, we really liked it. And one of my favorite things, other than the roast beef at Roland Roaster, were their chip fries. Like they would have fries that would be kind of like in like chip form, you know, the UK like, style. Fries. UK yeah. style. Yeah, cottage fries. Exactly. And uh, they were very delicious. And the big drama now is that they changed their fries. What? <laughs> this has become a they? news story in New York. Oh, and huge get... story. Not even exaggerating. Yeah. Sid is not exaggerating. It is a big story. People it's a big story. Upset. Let's watch this important news update. And for our last stop, let's head to a landmark fast food restaurant in Brooklyn where regulars are noticing a change to the menu that they are not happy about. You're damn right. The fries now being served at Roland Roaster in Sheepshead Bay are being mm. touted as crispier than the cottage fries that had been on the menu for 50 years. Regulars like Michael Quinn have even petitioned for the company Petition. to bring back the original product. Give us a fuck. I prefer the cottage fries, you know? it's it's. Um, I like to preserve the uh, culinary heritage of, of New York yeah. City. Yeah. The staff says New York One, its classic yeah. fries are currently off the menu because the specific potatoes that are needed not, did not grow properly last year due to warmer than usual temperatures in the Northwest. Fucking climate change, man. Seem to be at least interested in trying these new fries. Workers say 14,000 orders were sold in its first week. Rashad, we don't know what that means. That could be yes, that could. half of what it was before. Yeah this place but our tv amanda mercado she's all about she was so upset <laughs> amanda are you still mad no <laughs> liar oh but i like those fries they're so cool i agree <laughs> i've so never bad. seen i watch this channel all the fucking time i have never seen them take the camera into the fucking control room to get one of the producer's opinions on a story until this i mean this is, a, how important this is this is yeah. a very important story it's like it's like the donbass of fries <laughs> jesus christ to be t like and, and when this story came out before it was like done to death the three of us had the same reaction like that yeah. sucks those fries are really good but you know what happened next i got over it in 30 seconds have any of us been to roll and roaster since this happened i have not no no and i don't plan on it they See, will not the be thing. getting my money last it's time a, i was it, there they had the round fries still same and it's a conundrum for me because i am curious i want to i want to try these new fries to confirm in my mind my prejudice that these fries suck and they need to go back to the old ones. But by going there and buying the fries, my money is telling Roland Roaster that, yes, I support the new fries because now I, I become part of that 14,000 orders. So, like, what do I do? They yeah. should give free samples. <laughs> That's a good point. So I could be like, no, this is this free French fry is garbage. Fuck you, Roland Roaster. Like. Sid, you would go to the, take the free sample and double dip into the sauce. <laughs> oh, they better give me free cheese with a. Oh, with a free fry. sample of cheese too. You know what the cheese is like. You don't need a sample. Fuck out. But I need the, I need the combination <laughs> to fully judge. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it, I, I get the sense that they only did this because of the supply. Like they don't want to change the fries. Yeah. But, but on the other hand, the other argument is like. Just cut up the fucking fries in a circle. Like, why can't they? What they're doing in reality is they're ordering these fries pre-made, and the, mm -hmm. the place that they they got them from, they don't. They're not delivering here anymore. And like, are you telling me there's only one place in the world that makes this potato? 
Yeah, that's it's impossible. not that they're lying. It's not the fucking potato. If Call you up buy, Ireland. You can, yeah, you can buy any fucking potato. Buy a potato in the grocery store and cut it up into circle. Pay some kid to fucking cut them up in a circle. But then yeah. it, that costs too much money. So they're buying a pre, pre-cut thing and they can't get that anymore. So they got what they could get. It's ridiculous. And like for me, what I used to always do is I'd alternate my side when I'd go there. Because mm-hmm. like my order is always either the grilled chicken sandwich or the roast beef sandwich, mm-hmm. and then either the mozzarella sticks or the cheese fries. And I try to go every time I go, it's n- it's the opposite of what it was last time. And so if they're taking the cheese fries option away from me, then I'm forced to get mozzarella sticks every time, and I'm going <gasps> to die a lot sooner. Wow. It's just they're killing Sid. I just I love your method that you have like a – genetic punnett square of like that you have four choices you could do two things and two sides yeah. each and then it's like a... once in a while instead of the sandwich i do the chicken tenders oh yeah the chicken you know what they have now is a chicken sandwich which is not it's just, it's the just chicken tenders in a bun chicken tenders in a bun but it's it's perfect like balance of bun and chicken oh it's so good and their buns some... are fantastic like if if they somehow supply chain issues or climate change fucked up their mm-hmm. sandwich buns then that's the end I think the the uh, the reaction to this is just a perfect storm because it's in a part of Brooklyn that hasn't changed in forty five years. Yes, yes. And they are just everything has to be the same forever. Yeah, and that's the type of person that patronizes Roland Roaster. Mm-hmm. So they're extra mad that the fries are not round anymore. Like it's fucking fi- like I my reaction at first, like we said, we all had the same reaction. I was like, that kind of sucks. But I'm going to try it. You know, maybe it's better. Who the fuck? Like, does the fact that it's round really matter that much to you? Seriously. Uh, Anthony. (laughs) I like that they cut to that guy and his just his take. Just, yeah, I just prefer the old way. And that's it. That's the whole clip. (laughs) He doesn't have like a petition hand with signatures or research. Just like, no, I liked it the other way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Thank you, news crew, for showing up so I could tell you that yeah, just, just liked it the old way. <laughs> and then they cut back to studio. The guy's like, you know, like they were hoping this would be like some crazy MAGA dude who's got saying problematic right. shit about these fries, but uh, just liked it the old way. They go back, oh, let's go to our control room. You like the fries, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. They were, they were better. Probably. And the tragic thing is, like, they can't even do an A-B taste test anymore because those old fries are just gone. Cease to exist. I want to cut to, like, some dude from fucking Gravesend who's got, like, the old Roland Roaster fries in his freezer. He's been saving them. And now he's going to, like, auction them off to the highest bidder. It's the last known cottage fries from Roland Roaster. Get a lot of bidders there yeah. in that area. Just the, a like stale though, yeah. They can't read them. I feel like you can't. F- are they probably sh- they're probably Listen, frozen when oh, they I'm get sorry, them. Amanda, anyway. maybe it'll change back later. All right, Ron. But uh, you would if they were any kind of journalistic outfit, they'd go find the company. Yes, that sell them the fries and say, "Why'd you stop doing this?" And then maybe get the fries. Go send some jerk off to the. To the company where they sell the fries, get some of them and bring them back and like do a taste test, you know. No, nope. yeah, five minute puff piece. There's, there's an opportunity here. Somebody's got to be able to make these fries. I'd pay a markup. Got to mm. if I got to pay an extra dollar or two for what I want. Sure. I want to point out that whole pig destroyer in the chat says, "Oh my god, these people are still alive!" Ha ha ha! I feel old. Haven't been listening for four years now. This is Amzig. 
<laughs> I agree that it's AMSIG. Now, we are alive. Explain to you what is anyone up is all about. <laughs> I agree also that we're alive. Yeah. Barely. Although, you know, we may all be in the same boat, young and old, if a nuclear I, flash happens over our, our country. I mean, also, this is going to be online forever. So by the time someone's watching this, we might all be dead. You don't mm. know. Yeah. Well, they're bombing if, nuclear if, plants right now. So <laughs> if we're dead, we'll still have our RIP a live cast music break for you to enjoy for over 21 hours. Mm-hmm. Every week, we each pick a song and uh, add it to this playlist. This playlist is now 319 songs, so lots of good stuff. You can check it on Spotify. Just search R.I.P. Livecast Music Break. And uh, the song that I picked this week is from Gary Newman. I've really been getting into him a lot over the last few months, and on my trip, I've been listening to him uh, a lot, especially the album The Pleasure Principle. I'm blown away you by did this that with album. Janet Jackson, right? I don't think so. No. Uh, and uh, I'm actually going to go see him when I'm back in New York because he's on tour now and he's playing a few songs from this. So I'm really excited to see Newman in the flesh. Let's say hello, Newman. Hello. I make the same fucking joke. Uh, but the uh, the song that I picked when I first heard it, uh, it's called Me. Your favorite uh, edition I, of Windows, right? Uh, <laughs> so uh, well, that's part of the reason. But the other thing is the intro. I feel like so many bands ripped off this, I don't know, chord progression, whatever you want to call it, like this part. So it's a very influential song. Uh, so that's why I picked it. Uh, Darren, what did you pick? I played Get It Together by the Beastie Boys featuring uh, Q-Tip, which is a great song from Ill Communication, 1994. And they it's sort of like y vibe. I don't know if it's actual freestyle or you know what, but it's very nice laid back kind of cool that whole album is just very chill you know like you know a lot of the, they have they have a different style on every album so it's very distinct uh direction that they go on every album but that was just like sort of a, like smoke weed and just chill and you know stuff off the dome and a lot of buddhist you know peaceful zen stuff on that album a lot of musical interludes like instrumentals and bc boys playing instruments which was the second album on which they did that stuff uh, it's like peak uh, peak Buddhist Beastie Boys. It's very yeah, good. I'm into it. And Q-Tip is great on it. He's great on everything. Yes. Sid. Uh, my uh, local punk rock city councilman, Justin Brandon, was tweeting this morning about how important music programs in public schools are and how the three trusty chords that he learned in junior high school enabled him to tour around the world. So I took that and I was like, oh, I'm not going to play one of your songs, but Trusty Chords is my favorite Hot Water Music song. So I'll play, I'll pick uh, the song Trusty Chords by Hot Water Music because they're great. And I think they're actually touring soon. I don't think I'll be going to see them. I saw them on their last tour though. So yeah, Hot Water Music, great band from Florida. Maybe you'll see them next time you're at the beach, Rob. Maybe they'll be at the pay-per-view. Hopefully. Uh, I'll let you know about it. Uh, all right, and then also I want to mention our Patreon. For five bucks a month, you get access to two bonus episodes a month, and you get a few columns from Sid and some other fun stuff. I tell you and what TV shows to watch. 
so that's a useful uh, thing because a lot of people in our Discord have said they use that to figure out. It's very overwhelming. I'd say even myself, like I consider myself a connoisseur of uh, <laughs> of television, and sometimes it's overwhelming to figure out what yeah. to watch next. So it's good to have a resource. Uh, I try to help the people, especially now I have almost every fucking streaming app there is, so I cover almost all of the bases that can be covered. So we just posted a brand new bonus episode. Mm. I really enjoyed recording this one. We did a watch along of the first decline of Western civilization. It's about LA hardcore and punk bands. It was really, really fascinating to see the scene in the early eighties. I love Penelope Spears and it's a rare documentary that we all enjoyed that we liked watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was a fun watch. And earlier last month, we did a watch along of Judge Steve Harvey, which was brutal. <laughs> he has a new judge show on ABC, and we watched it and we riffed on it. And we also did a watch along of the Kelsey Grammer Adam Edge Copeland vehicle, Money Plane. Vehicle, literally a vehicle. <laughs> well, all in the, the, in the movie, the it's a vehicle. They're pretending someone's living room is a plane. So I don't know if that counts. <laughs> Tons of great episodes in the archives. We have roundtable discussions about movies like Uncut Gems, The Matrix, uh, some Hulk Hogan movies. There's a ton of stuff in there. We make fun of Mike Francesa a lot. We have a bunch some of episodes. Hall of Fame episodes, some yeah, drafts. The live cast Hall of Fame where we end up classic themes. Tag team. We never Burpee. mentioned that one. Jesse Ventura and Roddy Piper in a yeah. TV show pilot. TV pilot. <laughs> Jesse Ventura is very concerned about protecting uh, grapes in the supermarket. <laughs> That's patreon.com slash RIP cast. And uh, if you would like to support us but don't necessarily have five bucks a month, you can always add us on socials. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitch. Check out our Twitch channel. We now stream the video live to Twitch every week. So that's uh, that's fun. Oh, we actually have a few emails in. Uh, um, so here's one from Bobby. Uh, dear, you Darren, haven't pre-screened these. These are I haven't. Okay, so Ooh, he's this... he, he's reading one <laughs> sentence ahead, so he'll tell mm -hmm. no one to stop. Uh, I just wanted to thank you for having people be aware of the genius of Weird Al by including both his style parodies as well as his song parodies. I've actually been a fan of both equally and did some research online to notice that no one's done a deep dive on the genius that is Weird Al. Therefore, I was wondering if you'd be interested in collaborating in a limited series podcast where we chronologically go over his repertoire and deep dives on some what? of the style parodies. It would work similarly to Behind the Music back in the day, but with all the additional details we can provide as planned. I have a formalized timeline, but I wanted to connect with you to gouge your availability before overwhelming you with details. Looks like Bobby is serious about this, Taryn. Sure. I love Weird Al. I'm a, consider myself a Weird Al historian. I discovered Weird Al probably, I think, when I was eight, seven or eight. I mean, and he was sort of like a struggling artist then, and then he, right before he hit big with Eat It, I guess. Uh -huh. So I love Weird Al. And Weird Al's my, definitely, I mean, unequivocally my favorite artist of all time. Musical artist. And then, and then we have Christiana say, saying, our friend Christiana from Europe, 
contacting Portugal, you right? relate- yes contacting you relating to the last episode where you did thrasher trasher where you talked about that there should exist new blood in the black metal industry. Actually, there's a ton of amazing new black metal bands that's starting popping up after 2010, like a lot. At least in Europe, it's still a big movement and the genre evolved in a positive way. I actually prefer more of the new black metal, even though it's called post-black metal, than the old school stuff. Oh no, I'm not a true now. <laughs> Here's some of the amazing bands that you might know or not. I doubt Sid and Darren know any of them since they got stuck in time and listened to the same bands over and over again, haha. <laughs> Sure. Uh, it's Harakiri for the Sky, Uada, I like Uada, Gayaria, Mole, Gayaria, Migala, Migala is really good. You're not allowed to say that word, Rob. Uh, that the- sounds like a racial slur in like Yiddish. <laughs> it does. There's a lot of one man bands as well, actually, just a guy in their basement creating music. In this category, I love Afsky, Violent Cold. Ask me. Uh, fucking you, you know, works for you. you. We're making sure your kids Batuta. don't listen to punk from the fucking water fountain. <laughs> she also shouts out some Ukrainian bands, 1914, White Ward, and Druch. Uh, here's my two cents on the subject Black Metal's Not Dead, It's Alive, and Growling Well. And then. Then she included a link for a thrasher trasher that we could do next time of silly black metal band. So thank you, Christiana. What does the druh mean in Ukrainian or Russian? I don't Anything? know. Dru- yeah, I don't know druh is friends. I don't know what that. Yeah. Alrighty. So I want to say well, one thing. Uh, we're talking about what to watch on television, and I'm wearing my Colombo shirt today. Hmm. So. Everyone, if you haven't discovered Columbo, probably well, easily in my top three shows of all time and maybe number one. So watch Columbo. It's everywhere. It's on every streaming service. It's on reruns on television, on every old person channel. It's fantastic. Watch Columbo. What about the oh, yoga? I did also want to mention, I was, in, I was in San Diego and I had a lot of amazing food, Darren. I don't know what you're talking about with the, oh. the lack of amazing food. Great sushi, great Mexican. Mm-hmm. How much food did you ex- eat exactly? Maybe it was just the area you were in. I ate nonstop. <laughs> I don't As know. I always do. No, I, uh, I could I could 100% chalk it up to maybe I had bad experiences and stuff. But I, yeah. I think I made good selections. Uh, you know, I'm very thorough. I don't know. Quite preparation. a general statement. You didn't, you didn't eat. Uh, San Diego's a big. <laughs> Big town. No, I went eight years ago, so there. maybe they've reformed that's their, uh, that's their that's culinary fair. industry. Uh, we also have our top live cast fans of the week. Mm-hmm. At uh, Dusty Rhodes Muffler, is it on the cock? Yes. Columbo is on the <laughs> cock, a.k.a. Peacock. Sorry, I just wanted to put a bow on that. Yeah, and okay. I have to, just a little bit of house cleaning. Uh, last week, RIP stood for Russia Invades Places. This week, it stands for Rob Implies Partisanship in regards to how he thinks Darren feels about San Diego food. Mm. So there we go. Just want to make sure that was covered. Because when I forget to say what RIP stands for, I realize it like a couple hours after we end the episode. And I fucking hate myself for the next two days, even though I'm literally the only person who cares. Really inconsistent paella. Oh, wow. (laughs) Did you have any paella, Rob, while you were there? See? No. That's that's so that's on you. That's fair. 
So we have our top livecast fans of the week to become a top livecast fan. It's on our Patreon. It's the $10 tier. You get everything in the $5 tier. Plus, you get a shout-out at the end of the show. How should we do the shout-outs? I don't know. I'm at a loss. Hmm. <laughs> I just loved last week's one. It was so <laughs> the, uh, the, the Masha, the, the, uh, the chatterbait girl dodging right. Russian tanks. I hope she's in Moldova now. Safe, safe she's, in Moldova. Safe with her sex toys. She's enrolled over. Rob, how about this? You're gonna do the shout-outs as if you're Joe Francis trying to convince these guys to take their shirts off. Mm. Mm, I don't know. Come on. All right. Come on, Eric. Why not? It's for a little money. Benjamin, look, Benjamin's doing it. El Dudorino, you want to take your shirt off? Make a little money? Make a little, 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 little. Dan R. Dan R. R stands for ridiculous. Take it off. Take yeah. it off. Sam, I am sure you should take off your shirt. <laughs> Mindy Mayer's Kippa, that's not going to cover your boobs. Move the Kippa. Move the Kippa. <laughs> Jander, Jander, you want to make some money, Jander? You want to just stand there? Get out of here. <laughs> Robin Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin. Look at that rack. The world needs to see that rack. Yeah, baby. Shasur Sususits. I want to suck on those Susits. Am I right? Take it Whoa. off. Cattle decaf. Nothing decaf about those tatas, baby. Let's see Can I just em. pause real quick? You actually met Shasur Sususits. So did you want to suck on his Shasusits? <laughs> That's right. I did meet him in L.A. No, I did not want to suck on him. Oh, what's wrong with his Shasusits? I just feel it would be inappropriate to do it outside of a concert venue. Oh, we didn't say you did it. Just whether you wanted to. I did not have a desire to at the time. Comma zero. Rob a vampire. Vampires have nice titties. Let's see him. Hugo likes tacos. We can't show the tacos, but we could show the breasties. Blando danks. That's some dank titties. That's, That's my titties. That's my titties. <laughs> Thank you. That's my titties. I have a LaCroix. Move that LaCroix over. Show them boobies. <laughs> what is... Uh, why do I keep playing audio here? We don't hear you it. guys hear this audio? No. no, that's just me. Uh, Corey and Scott H., you are underage, so you're wonderful people, and I will not make any jokes about you. Doug Pigman, you are a pig man for wanting to show those tits. Rob Douglas, who are you? Tits. <laughs> Douglas, who are you? Levison, who are you if you don't show your tits? And hey, guys, show your tits. Oh, yes. It's Josh. <clears throat> that's our show. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back next week. Till then. Tatas. Mm -hmm. Love you. Bye.